It can be argued that the shortening cycle of technological advances coupled with the near constant uncertainty that is the hallmark of 2022 will continue to be the norm in 2023. The chief technology officer, also known as the chief technical officer or chief technologist, is an executive level position focused on the scientific and technological issues within an organization. And as businesses continue to depend on technology to innovate both externally and internally, what must the chief technology officer do to be effective at his or her role. With us today on Podchats for Future CIO is Mr. Vishal Gariwala, Chief Technology Officer for Asia Pacific and Japan and Greater China at SUSA, to share with us his perspective on the makings of a great CTO. Vishal, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Hey, Alan. Thanks very much for having me here. What exactly makes for a great CTO? That's a very uh, interesting question that I often get asked. And in my opinion, different people have different perspectives. So I'll share with you based on my experience. I think the CTO is a role where you build your career step by step. And after a period of time, you would have gained the right capabilities and skill sets to don that head of the CTO. And in my opinion, one of the very important things is that having previously been in the role of a software development consultant or pre-sales engineer or a software architect will be extremely helpful. And, and I would say it's it's more or less required because you cannot say that you are a CTO if you have never rolled up your sleeves and churned out code. So I think that's very critical. But, you know, it's not just a technology aspect because the CTO is a person who will need to very often work with very different functions within an organization. For example, marketing, sales, uh, business development. And therefore, it will be very helpful if this person has previously worked in such a function or has collaborated in different capacities with a lot of these functions so that you have a very well-rounded experience around not just technology, but different aspects of the organization. One of the very key things that I, in my current role as a CTO in SUSA, do a lot is around analyzing, understanding research, as well as the technology trends that we see out there in the market. So we got to have a very inquisitive and open mind so that we are able to really digest what's happening out in the market and from our own point of view. So the ability to research will be important. Point number four, and to me, this is extremely critical, especially during these times when every Everybody's on social media, the ability to influence, present, as well as public speak across all levels, be it technical, be it line of business, and even the senior technology executive in a manner that is very charismatic and engaging. Because at the end of the day, you are the face of the company when it comes to technology, and you need to be able to connect with the various personas out there in the market. And finally, let's go into technology. I would say the CTO is somebody who is a jack of all trades and a master of few. So you need to have a broad experience in a few key technology areas. In, for example, in my case, my 20 plus year career, I spent a lot of time in the application middleware space, containerized infrastructure, and over the last couple of years in, in the security space as well. So these are some of the key aspects that will make a great CTO. As a CTO, can you describe what exactly is expected of a CTO within uh, the constraints of our region, the Asia-Pacific region, coming 2023? Absolutely. COVID has changed a lot of things, not just from a technology angle, but also from a work angle. So let me drill down further what I mean by that. COVID basically told us we need to have technology that is able to work anywhere and that is why today cloud takes a center stage. 
the companies that were able to operate from an environment where you don't even need to access the office survived COVID. And those which were just pure brick and mortar, you know, data center based, they were not able to survive because COVID had all these restrictions. You can't go to your data centers. So cloud takes a center stage. And what that means is that when CTOs of companies building out their application or infrastructure strategy, hybrid cloud has got to take a center stage. Your apps need to be designed in a way that they can run anywhere. It could be on premises. It could be on the cloud. It could be on the edge. And one thing that will be a fundamental that will be required for all of these environments is security. Security across the stack, across your entire application's infrastructure. So that's number one. Number two, something that resulted because of COVID as well is this whole notion around hybrid flexi working arrangement, meaning I can work from home. I can work from the office. I can work from a cafe. But that also means that you open up room for friction at work. So there is this soft aspect that the CTO need to manage and manage expectations, manage uh, responsibilities, accountability, and it's going to be very different. And aligned with that as well, right, when you have your team working in a hybrid manner, from a technology angle, there's this whole aspect around how do you then ensure security? Because when you are coming into the office, it's a secure environment. When you're working outside, it's different, right? So there are a lot of companies that are really looking at things like zero trust to ensure that even though your employees may be working from outside the office, security is not compromised. So that, that's number two. And number three, it's really something that we see today, especially in the high-tech areas, like the areas that SUSE is in. There is a talent war out there. So it is imperative that the CTO keeps and retains his or her top talent by creating a positive uh, working environment. Because if you lose that person, to find the replacement is going to take a lot of time. It's going to be very expensive. And, and this will really impact your overall product roadmap. So I would say these are the three things. In summary, cloud takes center stage. How do you combat friction at work? And how do you combat talent war? Gartner said that the, for 2023, a priority for many CEOs is actually revenue and growth. At the same time, at least even in our part of the world, there may be other constraints, whether it's regulatory changes within the markets or end customers changing how they want to be engaged with. Now, given the many business goals that a company will have, how does the CTO juggle between the team's wish list, the priorities versus the reality of we have limited budgets? This is something that I also get involved quite a bit in my day-to-day -day job because we start off with 100 feature requests, but we know that we can only implement a handful of those. Why? Because we don't have enough budget, we don't have enough resources, and we need to get the features out before our competitors. So if you ask me, there are three key things that I would look at. The first one, it's all around improving customer experience and customer value. And what I mean by that is delivering capabilities delivering feature sets that are aligned with what your customer needs that drives customer satisfaction that drives your customer loyalty because we want to ensure that we retain our existing customers by providing value and if there is a set of features on capabilities that your most strategic customers need then these are the capabilities and features that will take priority over something else secondly it's also around tying with organizational level goals what is your organization's mission from a technology angle 
example. I'll take Suza as an example. We are an open source company, been around for 30 years. And one of our missions and goals is that whatever solutions that we build, they will be open, they will be interoperable with other solutions. For example, they'll work with any type of operating systems. So we will make sure that we will dedicate enough resources to develop all these integration capabilities. And that will take priority over some new feature. And number three would be addressing the non-negotiables. The thing I'm talking about is security. Security is extremely critical. When we talk about cutting budgets, security is one area where budget is not cut. In fact, more budget is now added to improve the security of your IT solutions. So I would say three things, three ways to juggle between your wish list, customer centricity, how what you are implementing ties with organizational level goals and addressing the non-negotiables, for example, security. I love that point of the non-negotiables. To be effective at his or her role, how should the CTO work alongside the other members of the C-suite? Absolutely, Alan. When we talk about the C-suite, these are the members in the upper echelons of the organization, and they work with one another to make sure that the company's strategies and operations are in line with its plans, and, and the CTO is one of those members. Now, each of these C-suite members, they will bring a unique set of skills and experience to the C-suite table. And when we come to the CTO, this person, will play a very pivotal role in ensuring that the various C-suite members in the company are very well aware of and aligned with the company's technology vision, its direction, the value proposition of its solutions to customers, and how we differentiate ourselves in the market. So that when the individual C-suite members develop their own strategies, it's aligned with all of this as well. I'll give you two concrete examples to really explain what I mean by that. And these are some of the things that I do in my day-to-day job. So let's talk about how the CTO collaborates with one key C-suite persona, which is a chief marketing officer. In this case, right, the CTO can collaborate with your CMO in identifying what are the marketing messages that we want to use to target the various customer personas from the executive to the line of business to the software developer so that there is an enormous amount of clarity around what we really do as a company to the various personas. And the messages need to resonate differently to the different personas because they are Whereabouts are going to be very different. For example, the executive will be very concerned about, hey, how will this company solutions help me drive agility, help me gain better productivity compared to someone from the software development team who will be interested in, hey, how can I use these solutions across a, a variety of other solutions that I'm using? All right. So another example I want to give is that of a chief revenue officer or a CRO. And the CRO is generally responsible for driving and growing the sales revenues in a company. So in this case, the CTO can support and partner with the CRO in closing strategic customer deals by acting as the technology executive from the company who will be able to credibly paint and articulate the company's technology vision, its product strategy, and solution differentiation to a CTO and equivalent technology executive from the customer end. So these are some of my thoughts on how the CTO can work alongside other members of the C-suite, Alan. What remains the top challenges for the CTO in 2023? So I would say that it aligns back with very much what I mentioned earlier around the dynamics in Asia Pacific. The number one challenge is really around talent. How do we retain the talent? How do we create a positive environment so that our valuable employees stay with us? We want to be able to create an environment that allows them to operate at their best, which means that providing them with the tools, the technologies, and an environment where they are not just productive, but they are also happy so that they stay with you. What is your advice for those wishing to pursue a CTO career? 
Okay, I would say that you got to be somebody who is very inquisitive about uh, technology, but not just technology, but also the business side of technology, because that's going to be very important in this role. It's not just about technology, but how technology ties with business, ties with finance, ties with marketing. And what I try to do a lot is to make sure that I'm really up to date with technology trends, reading all the analyst papers. Another thing that I also used to do a lot and try to do is to attend IT conferences and webinars by software vendors. But it's important to keep your software knowledge up to date. If possible, doing some hands-on as well because nothing beats the hands-on experience. Attending IT conferences by the major analysts, that's going to be very critical because on one end, you have the software vendors like SUSE. We provide you with a lot of the technology-centric knowledge. But then when you look at the analysts, they give you a lot of the macroeconomic perspectives, what's happening around the world. For example, the war in Ukraine impacting a lot of supply chains and how does it really impact organizations from a technology angle as well. Those are good perspectives to have. So, you know, I highly recommend being up to date with what the analysts are saying. Presentation, public speaking, writing skills, that is absolutely paramount. Because if you're not able to translate all the great things that you know in a form that is consumable, then what's the point? Because the CTO of today, it's a very, very, very visible persona. People will see you on the stage. People will see you on webinars. People will look at what you are writing. So improve that. These are skills that people often overlook and just focus on IT and all that. But these are very, very critical because this is a medium that helps to get whatever you know out into the world. And finally, very important is that try to be yourself. Try to create your own niche. Have your own unique point of view so that you can be a thought leader in your own right. So these are some of the things that I've learned over my career that I found to be very valuable in what I'm doing at SUSE today. Vishal, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you very much for having me here once again, Alan. Thank you. That was Bishal Gariwala, Chief Technology Officer for Asia Pacific in Japan and Greater China at SUSE. SUSE is a provider of enterprise-grade open-source solutions specializing in business-critical Linux, enterprise container management, and edge solutions on the topic of the makings of a great CTO. You are listening into Podcasts for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now. Music